Welcome to the Undisputed Podcast. Listen, this is one half of the host of this podcast. My name is Julian, alongside my partner in crime, Edgar. Edgar, introduce yourself, man. Hey, everybody. My name is Edgar, a UFC MMA aficionado, <laughs> and I'm uh, excited to finally be able to do this podcast. Bro, we've been talking about this podcast for like months. Months. Months and months. We've, we've been saying like, bro, like, we need to start one, and the time is finally here. Finally. Okay. Just like Bruce Buffer says, it's, it's time, time, baby. So, <laughs> welcome to the Undisputed UFC Podcast. Now, let me clear some stuff out, okay? Uh, clearly, if you're hearing this podcast, if people are listening to this podcast, Edgar, it's because they're UFC fans. Definitely. Or maybe MMA in general. However, this podcast, we're only going to talk about UFC, the greatest, the leading organization in MMA, okay? Now, I know there's different organizations there's like Bellator, Bellator, One Championship, One Championship. Invicta, yeah. all these great ones, and, and we might mention some fighters that are transitioning, like Michael Chandler, yeah. that recently signed with UFC from Bellator, and uh, we had, they even had like a... What's it called? A trade yeah. with Mighty Mouse with Ben Askren. Ben Askren, and we traded one of the best pound for pound Bro, fighters. I still don't know why they did that. In Mighty Mouse, and Ben Askren talked a lot. He had a lot of good things behind him. Yeah, and he had a uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, just get the numbers. Yeah, get the numbers going. He know how to market himself. That's the yeah. word I'm looking for. But man, did we Mighty Mouse was such a good fighter. I was watching this fight earlier and I was watching him. I forgot who was, I think he was fighting Joseph Benavides where he kind of picks him up and trips him. And he, as soon as he's landing on the floor, he grabs his arm and doesn't oh, arm yeah. on him. Yeah. Oh my God, that was a thing of beauty. I remember that. That was yeah. beautiful, man. But now, you know, I, I said like, man, I don't know why they, they traded him, but he was in a draw, which I don't know why. He drew me. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, <laughs> only MMA true fans. Yeah, they that they uh, they can appreciate uh, just what Mighty Mouse brought to the table. But that's not here nor there. We're here to talk about UFC. And so, if there's some trades, you know, there's uh, uh, you know people that are free agents that were in Bellator and Victor, and there's a lot of you know, new talent coming along because of the coronavirus. And I think Dana White said it best, dude. Uh, he said, all the people that are millionaires, like, that have made it big. Yes. Uh, they're good to rest. Like, yeah. right now, you don't have to fight. Just enjoy your family. But the people that are hungry, that they need to fight, this is the great opportunity. And I've seen a lot of new people in the UFC. A lot? It's crazy. Yeah. And, and I also noticed, like, the Gypsy has been cutting, like, here and there. Mm -hmm. People that I obviously I haven't heard of. Yeah. But um yeah, there's a reason why they're doing that and but they've been signing a lot of new talent as well. Yeah, that's which is always a, always a good thing seeing new talent. Uh we always man, I personally always like to look for the new like superstar, which we'll get into that a little bit later in this episode. Um so first and foremost, let me let me just ask bro, let's create a conversation. All let's right, let's it. just let's just create a conversation. So um, let me ask you, which was your first UFC fight that you ever heard or like the one you ever saw? 
so what started me into UFC was actually I would actually saw the YouTube videos of Kimbo Slice. Mm. My brother and I saw it, saying, "Man, this guy can fight," and he was just fighting in people's backyards. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know at the time, but that was Jorge Masvidal. Jorge Masvidal was there. Um, and the thing like that led from watching that, I, you, uh, WEC fights started coming up, and I started following Jose Aldo. Mm. Yeah, he was a featherweight champion. Yeah. Uh, till now he's my favorite fighter, but Jose Aldo, I started watching him, and then I actually saw right before he got um, transitioned into the UFC. Without he didn't have to fight for the belt, he just transitioned. He was the oh, youth. That's right. He was a featherweight champion for the UFC, and his first title defense was against uh, Mark Hominick, which he left him that big Himmel team of right in yeah. the corner ahead. And I think it was uh, he was an undercard with uh, George St. Pierre and Jake Shields, mm. which was an amazing fight as well. Yeah. So that was actually the very. UFC fight that I watched was the Jose Aldo fight. Mm. Yeah, bro. I think when the first UFC fight I ever saw was the was uh, Chuck Liddell versus uh, one of the fights, the early fights versus Tito Ortiz. That rivalry was oh my god off the chain. I mean, one of the best viral yeah rivalries for sure. And honestly, it was kind of cringy too because Tito Ortiz is just naturally cringy, like. The way he speaks is kind of dumb, yes. but just the the way uh, uh, the Iceman Chuck Liddell like would knock him out and he's standing like, bang. yeah, and I think I think even to some degree Tito was afraid, but that's the first one that I saw, and ever since then, it's like therapeutic for me to see people getting punched in the face. <laughs> like it really is. It brings I wouldn't say a joy, but it's like because I can't really do it and get paid for it like they do. Uh, yeah, I just I just. I just find satisfaction. You uh, enjoy watching it. I really enjoy watching yeah. uh, the whole brawling. But that's the the first one that I saw. I enjoy watching it because it's actually, it's an actual art. It's a defense. It is. Like a lot of people don't understand it. I mean, boxing is it's actually very hard. If, if you, like if you ever practice it, this, your stance, you know, the positioning, the jab, the mm-hmm. hooks, your uppercuts. Like it, it's, it's a thing of art. And just mix, mixing a lot of different martial arts to it. Man, that just makes it much more interesting. Absolutely, man. And, you know, one of the things that I've told uh, Marisa, uh, which is my wife, uh, she hated UFC, bro. Okay? She even told me in the beginning, well, before we, we got married, she said, you better, uh, you know, get it out of your system and watch all this UFC right now because once we get married, you're not going to watch it. <laughs> and I thought that was funny because... Uh, I was like, God, please change your heart. <laughs> and so we went to go to Dave and Buster's and we saw a fight where uh, it was Rose Nama Yunus and Joanna. Okay, uh, that's an awesome and, fight. Bro, it was an amazing fight. It was when uh, uh, it was the second one when they when they went back and forth. It was they they went the distance, but Rose won. Doug Rose. And uh, and so she she this is what she told me. She's like, man, I feel like God spoke to me. I was like. God spoke to you in a UFC fight? I was like, for me, I just like seeing people getting punched in the face. That's yeah. really what I like to see. Uh, but yeah, man, I've I've loved UFC and I've told her many times it's a lot of people, man, they don't, they've gotten out of, you know, a bad neighborhood yeah. or jail because of UFC. So yeah. I think, man, just like you said, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful art. It's because you got to have that IQ for it. Definitely. And so, well, man, again, this was a long time coming. All right. We had a crazy year this year, man. Yes. It's with the whole coronavirus and 
and just giving props to UFC because they were the first and own well no I wouldn't say the only anymore but they're the first organization for sports that decided to do live shows entertainment wise they were the first ones mm-hmm. these people Dana White man, awesome promoter yeah for sure um, he mobilized he mobilized the whole UFC the whole UFC company whole team and they were able to make fights. Yeah. Just going out of the way to locate a fight island. Yeah. What did you think when, when you heard about fight island at the first time? The first time, I'm like, man, that's going to be very interesting. Especially mm-hmm. if it's an island. I Honestly, I thought it was going to be like they were going to fly to a location and driving a boat, you know, trying mm-hmm. to get to a secluded area. <laughs> yeah. But no, like the, now that I saw the whole location and the, it's a state-of-the-art location. And these people who are hosting these events... They're top of the line, man. Yeah, like man. They have their stuff on it's point. It's crazy, man. The UFC organization is an amazing organization. Man, I've been wanting... That. I, there was a point in time that I wanted to go work for... <laughs> hey, that'd be very interesting. Right? That'd be pretty cool, man. man. Um, but yeah, from Fight Island, uh, when I thought about it, I thought it was going to be le- like a legit fighting on the sand. And when they had that uh, octagon in the beach, I was like, oh, are they going to fight there? Who's Where's the go- commentators going to be? But... Man, they've had an amazing year. So let's yes. do a quick recap of the year of the biggest fights that were really that we liked. I'll start off first. Go the for first it. one of the year, the main event: Conor McGregor versus Cerrone. Cowboy Cerrone. Man, oh my. forty seconds. That's all it took, man, for Conor to take that W. I personally think Conor had picked that fight. Okay. I honestly think like Connor knows he's a man. He's an he's amazing smart, fighter, an excellent marketing person. You know he sells his fights like I can't take that away. I love how he fights. He handpicked that fight though. Mm-hmm. He I know Donald Cerrone. I'm not trying to discredit Donald Cerrone because because I love his character. I love the way the way he thinks about fighting and we can't. He he holds a lot of records for the UFC. I think he has the most wins in the UFC, the most fights in the UFC possibly. Yeah. And I think. Uh, Head kicks. And head kicks. Knockouts, yeah. yeah. So imagine, like, this guy holds a record. He's an excellent fighter. So I'm not trying to knock him down. But I do think uh, Donald Cerrone's at the end of his career. Yeah. And uh, Conor McGregor, I think he just capitalized on it. And, you know, Cerrone's a big name. Yeah, he So is. he's like, you know what? My comeback fight is going to be against Donald Cerrone. Yeah. And he, he's, he's not at what he was, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Cerrone would have been the threat. Head kick Conor McGregor right in the face and probably knocked him out. Yeah. And, and and he even said that it, that Donald showed up. Cowboy was not there. Yeah. Know? And uh, but yeah, for me that that was a legit because I was and I think to some degree I still am a Connor fi- uh, fan. But this whole thing that what he's doing and just like how uh, I I won't get into the whole politics. But the my dude showed uh, DMs. Dana White, him, direct and Dana White, you don't do that, bro. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's a petty. level of respect. Um, but he got a fight now. He Apparently, does. he signed the contract. Dustin, he I'm, said he I'm wants sure, it this year. I'm sure Dustin is going to sign it. Dustin, he's always game, you know? Yeah. I know he had an issue with the whole Ferguson uh, that um, they didn't, didn't want to pay him as much. But yeah. against Conor McGregor, they didn't pay him that much. Yeah. That's Cause, for sure. Because Conor, I think, is a more draw than Tony exactly. ever is. Yeah. So, they're going to make more money off of it. So yeah. I, but I, I, I agree he'll sign. Um, that's good that they're, they're donating. Both are donating for their own charities, which that is an awesome experience. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That, and, that's uh, what I was going to say. That's pretty dope. It is. It is. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just think 
You know, it that was one of the greatest fights. Another one that stands out, bro, for me is John Jones and Dominic Reyes. The first one. Well, that's the only one, but yeah. Not the recent with Dominic and, and Jan Blachowicz. Yeah, no. But I think I think Dominic won that fight. I honestly think Dominic won that fight. I think so too. I really man. do think that. I don't I don't I gotta, know. I gotta agree with you on this one. Yeah. Um that was an interesting fight. It was a back and forth, but I think nobody had Tiago Santos tested um John Jones. What's yeah, that other with gentleman two, like uh with two knees that were torn I, I, I Exactly. Heard. He still kept on going, but I think uh he 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 definitely tested him. Yeah. And I think he took that fight, but you never leave it to the judges. Never leave it to the judges. All right, you heard here Heard it here first. Well, not first because they've always said that. Yeah, it's a big saying. <laughs> but never leave it to the judges, okay? Um, what What is the fight that you've, this year, that's done to you, man? Honestly, I was expecting more of this recent fight. Which one? Adesanya versus Costa. Oh. I was looking forward to that fight. I thought, man, Costa's going to bring it. Uh, I was actually recap the whole Ga- Kevin Gaslam fight. Against Alessania, and oh, that was man. a savage fight. Man, that was a good fight. Mm-hmm. I was Kevin Gaston was ducking, he was moving, and he kept the pace, you know. And he had a pretty good gas tank, even though he's missed weight several times. But he has a good gas tank, yeah. and he kept going at it. He was eating those kicks and just kept that going. That's what I was envisioning for Costa, but with right. more power, right. you know, more strength. So I was expecting that, like. Not complete do- domination by Costa, but I was thinking, man, this guy, this guy's gonna put up a fight, and yeah. he's gonna test Alessandro like he's never been tested before. Yeah, but I was completely wrong. You know what I kind of vision? I kind of vision he was gonna do more leg kicks, okay. and I even sc- I was screaming at the TV, but Costa didn't hear me. I was telling him, bro, give him leg kicks. Yeah, because that's Alessandro's one of his. Great weapons is leg kicks. Yeah. It's like, and plus he moves a lot. So if you take away mm-hmm. the leg kicks, man, you take away his mobility. Exactly. You take away a, a, most of his weapons. And so, however, it was Arasanya who did the leg kicks. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, another big one, man. It's tough because I like this dude. It hurt me, but I was thought this guy is a savage. They should give him the company. They should. <laughs> I don't know. Give him a race. It was Masvidal versus Usman. Oh, that was a good fight. That was because he was there six days. I think he started cutting weight six in the six, six days, days notice. Prior. Yeah, so he took that fight in six days notice. Of course, they paid him a lot of money. Oh yeah, they had to. They had to soften that belt, uh, that wallet, man. Yeah, but Usman, man, I honestly surprised me. I thought it was going to be more and more um, challenging as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a good fight, but I think Usman was able to capitalize. I know there there's a lot of things that goes behind the preparation, the training camp, you know, yeah. the time, the travel. You know, there's a lot of things that goes into it. But I mean, you always have to stay ready. Yeah. And I feel like Usman, like I mean, he they switched an opponent on him, a completely mm-hmm. different opponent, and he kept his ground. Yeah. You know, I feel like if if um, Masvidal would have had a lot, a little bit more time to prepare, I think it'd have been a little bit more competitive. But I was surprised that Usman didn't back down. Like yeah. He was willing to stand and trade and, yeah. and take it to him. I was, I, I expected more, but I knew Usman was going to stand and trade with him. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that wasn't going to happen, you know? So, uh, that was a fight that... And then recently as well, uh, which one was it? It was... Oh, I think it was on the same card. It was... Oh, my goodness. I almost forgot about this one. Stipe 
versus Daniel D.C. Cormier, chapter three. I felt so bad, man. You wanted Cormier to I wanted leave on top. And if I can be very honest to our listeners, bro, I hated Cormier in the beginning, and I was a John Jones fan. Really? I did, man. I hated him because he was this too nice of a guy, and I thought he was being fake, which I, I think he was to, to a certain degree. But and then, you know what helped me? Uh-huh. Was the fact that I hated John Jones. Like, I started not liking John Jones because of how arrogant he was, how, he, you know, all the stuff he was doing. But, yeah. and then I saw how wholesome and how Cormier didn't change. He was still himself. He stood grounded. I thought that was amazing, man. And, yeah, bro, I think I think it's it, that's one of the things that, that I just wanted Cormier to win because he's such a great guy. But Stipe is a beast. Yeah, Steve is in a, a different level, dude. I mean, that guy has a full-time job. As he's a, a firefighter, fire dude. I wouldn't and, do that. I know. And he still fights. I would get paid millions and going to... In fires? Now, granted, that's an awesome thing, right? Yeah, definitely. But, that's, that's admirable. But, I mean, it was a good fight, man. I mean, there were one and one. Yeah. You know, this is like the defining moment. Daniel Cormier was retiring, and he's definitely retired. Um... And I honestly thought I I honestly wanted Daniel Cormier to win so he it's can it. leave on top. You know that his last win was a championship fight and stuff. But Stipe, he can't he can't um, you know like overlook that man. Man, yeah. that guy's good. Yeah. That guy is good. What do you think though? I mean, that, I love that fight, but that coming event. The Sean O'Malley was, versus Marlon. I was barely gonna mention that, bro. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> um, I honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I wanted Marlon Vera to, to win. What? Yeah. I, as of now, like, I, I know I love what Sean O'Malley is doing. You know, he's he's trying to get out there. But I, I honestly, I like his style too. I love how the way he throws his hands. But there was something about him. I'm like, no, I think you know what, Marlon Mar- 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 uh, Chito Vera. I think he's gonna get him. Did they ever find out as to why his leg went out? Apparently, he had one of the nerves. Who did? Um. Marlin? Marlin hit him back in the nerves and like it's like it made it made a Sean O'Malley kind of like like kind of like stump over his yeah. toes and then when he got he checked that other kick like his nerve was already like twitching uh, boom got him right on the shin and oh, man. he he felt like it wasn't a tear it wasn't anything it was just his nerves was shot because of those kicks oh man that sucks yeah. I I thought for some reason it was a pre-existing injury, but I guess no. Yeah, when they do that in between the calf and your thigh, yeah, it, there's a nerve that is unprotected. Exactly. And yeah. So I think, and especially if you're you're checking those kicks. Oh yeah. You're more about to, yeah to get hit there. Bro, I wanted Sean O'Malley to win. You wanted Sean O'Malley to because win because the other guy. I don't know, man. I I felt the other guy was he had a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He really did. He mm-hmm. but he went out there and he. He took it to him, man, and he got it. But it look. I'm gonna do one. Look, I'm gonna say one thing. I don't know if anybody that is listening or bro, you have gone through this, but every single person that I go for, freaking loses. Really? Every single one of them. What? Okay, so I was going for Dominic, right? Okay. He lost. Yeah. Chicken dance. Mm-hmm. Horrible loss. I was going for Acosta because Adesanya again. He reminds me of of. Uh, John, Jones, John Jones, arrogant, cocky. I just want somebody to beat him. So I was going for Costa, right? Okay. By by default, because 
because here's the thing it's like uh, i don't know i know we're gonna re- i'm gonna reference boxing and this is a ufc podcast however it's like mayweather you pay to see him lose yeah definitely right? that's what it is so that's the same thing with with Arasanya. for me is the uh i just want to see somebody beat him I don't yeah. care who it is. So whoever it is, it could have been my grandma. Yeah. I would got for my grandma. You just, you're, you're against him. Yeah, I just don't want him. So, and then the other fights too, like, uh, I don't know, Sean O'Malley, mm-hmm. George Masvidal. I'm convinced that I am a bad luck to these fighters. Wow. Okay? Because every single time I go for them, they lose. So I'm never going to, I told my wife, I'm never going for anybody anymore. We're just, I'm just going to let them fight. <laughs> I'm just going to let them fight. No, that's what makes it interesting though. You got to pick a fighter. That's true. But I don't know. I it, just, it's happened to me too. Yeah. It's happened to me too. Uh, I was telling you last time on my, like, till this day, I cannot see the whole Saldo versus Conor McGregor fight. Oh yeah. You told me. I can't watch it. Oh. I've, I've gotten so close to coming near it. I've heard how he got knocked out. I I saw Conor McGregor practice that same punch. Yeah, but I can't watch that fight. Man, I it re- pains me, bro. It was I was going for uh I was going for Conor. You were going for Conor. Yeah, McGregor. man. I just loved his swagger and 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 they released that video like maybe weeks or months after the fight mm-hmm. that he was actually practicing it at in the back because he envisioned it. Yeah, and and that's what we're talking about, bro. The fighter IQ. That you're able to see uh, certain sort of things like uh, sort of like uh, uh, patterns yeah. that they they'll do they'll they'll lunge with the right or, or tendencies or tendencies yeah uh, and Conor McGregor saw that and plus he got under his skin yeah so you I know think, Jose Aldo wanted to knock him out I think it was honestly the mental warfare because mm. I've seen Jose Aldo's fight that man never launches for for the first punch That's that true. man he he's, as soon as he's in the ring he's had his head down he's praying for him. For him, and he said that he prays for him and his opponent, and you know, and as soon as is he that touched, why he's down like yeah, this? he's always he said he's praying for his opponent and for himself for them to leave the fight, uh, like, like with like not a major injury, really, yeah. So he's always down, even when he touches the gloves, he's always looking down. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, so I just that, thought that was like a tactic, like I'm not gonna look at you until I no, no, no. He actually he mentioned in an interview that that's why he does that. So, and wow. then once he touches, he goes back, and then he just rolls his shoulders, and then he slowly he in paces into the, the center of the octagon. He stands his foot, and then he starts jabbing, and he starts leg kicking you, right, keeping the distance. And his leg kicks, I thought he was going to start with leg kicks, because oh, his man. leg kicks are like, I mean, rare. I brutal. Mean, he's bru- oh Those my are gosh, brutal man. leg kicks. Hey, if they were to pay you uh, half a million dollars to get... 20 leg kicks from him. No way. I wouldn't even get one. <laughs> Man, imagine to make this guy. 20, is, 20 leg kicks. No, for, bro, that okay, guy for would a million break, dollars. That guy would break your leg. Bro, for a million dollars. You wouldn't do I'd it? rather be healthy, living the way I am, <laughs> not paralyzed. Right? It's like, I'll stick to my 401k. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm planning on saving a lot of that 401k, man. It's like, it's like I want to walk yeah, my children. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be able to just get up and walk. A leg kick from him is bro, brutal. I don't know how your eye favor walks right now. Bro, I don't, man. And it was swollen the next day. I that saw like horrible, a video. Man. It looked black. It was, ba- it was bad. Pobrecito. Like, yeah, we speak Spanish in this podcast as yes. well. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know what? Speaking of Jose Aldo, which I think arguably... Uh, you can put him in the conversation of the greatest of all time. As of now, 
second best because of Max Holloway. That's true. Even though Posada is my favorite fighter, but I think Max Holloway has done enough to get get him in the conversation in, of greatest of all course. Time. At least for the featherweight, exactly. I think okay. he, he's he's the one. Okay, for the featherweight featherweight division. Okay, now let me ask you this, man: Who do you think is the goat of all time? I'm talking about the greatest of all time. That is very difficult. But I have four people in mind. But like, if I have to pick, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with John Jones, yep. the greatest of all time. Absolutely. And I know, like, all the things outside of the octagon that he's done, all the doping thing that he's been accused or been proven of, like, but man, this guy was the youngest UFC champion. I yeah. actually I read this today, and I was gonna, I don't know if I was gonna screenshot it and text it to you, but apparently John Jones. Um, Apparently, John Jones, um, he would watch how to strike and how to throw elbows in uh, YouTube. He was already a wrestler before he started practicing actual MMA. Really? So, for about a year and a half. And then it took him three years from since he first started training to go fight in the UFC. And then he became the youngest UFC champion at age 23. Yeah. That is inc- incredible. Bro, that has to, that has to, look, because here, here's the thing. John Jones, Israel, uh, Conor McGregor, people that use unorthodox movement, that has to come from within. Exactly. It can, you can't teach that. No. You can try, but it, it, you, it's like, it's like trying to put, it's like trying to put um, a square inside a circle. Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't fit. It's your own style. It's exactly. Do, it's like Dominic uh, Cruz. Oh, Super weird fighter. That's a weird fight, but he 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 made it work for himself. Hey, parentheses. That fight versus Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. I still don't know how he touches like how he touched. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dominic Cruz. Yeah. He he knocked it down several times. Yeah. Yeah. So John Jones, greatest of all time. Yeah, greatest of all time would be John Jones. I have Fedor Emelianenko. I mean, that man could fight, and I love this. His demeanor in fighting, and you would never expect him kind of like Khabib. Like, man, this guy's like mm-hmm. a beast. And Bro, he looks like he has a dad bod. Yeah, he has a dad bod. <laughs> like, he looked like he was like working at a tire shop. He's just coming <laughs> yeah. in. You know, he's just coming in and like, man, you don't belong here. Yeah. Did a bunch of damage. Yeah. A bunch of big names. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you have, uh, of course, Anderson Silva, man. Oh, the spy. I, I love the way Anderson Silva fought. The way he would duck fight, the yeah. punches and everything. One fight, though. Nick Diaz. What about it? One thing like a lot of people don't consider Nick Diaz being the best because of his record, right? Or oh, yeah. he hasn't fought in so many years and his jeopardy, I'm yeah. a bad boy and stuff like that. But Nick Diaz fought all three that are considered among the great, which is GSP, GSP, Anderson, BJ Penn, and Anderson Silva. Oh, I don't right. know who else was. I don't know who else has fought that caliber of fights mm-hmm. like Nick Diaz. Yeah. And even though he lost, he lost two of two out of three two. because he beat BJ Penn. Yeah, that's when he called out uh, George. George, he's like, "Where you at, George? Yeah, where you at?" Um, Which is an amazing call out. Yeah, again, he, him and him and, and Nate have fun. Some of the funnest call outs yeah. you ever hear. They're my second and third favorite fighters. Really? Yeah, the way they punch. Yeah. Sec, I think Nick Diaz. I, I mean, I, I put Nate before Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz, but Nick Diaz, I think, is better than him. Yeah. 
one thing that Nick Diaz, he just he throws a lot of shots. You know, like those yeah. combinations are beautiful, man. Especially yeah. for MMA. I like Nate Diaz because I love how he throws it and he just ducks and just mm. slightly gets out the way and then comes out. And yeah. it's not, they're not hard punches, they're just a lot of volume. Yeah. Which and is an amazing thing to watch. You know what that reminds me of? And again, we'll probably do like a boxing reference, but is uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. The way he boxed, he would put him against the, the ropes and then just start wailing on him. Exactly. That That's, yeah... I, I think I think that is uh, that's the way they fight, you know. And, and I think Joe Rogan even says it's they're fifty percent punches, but the volume it's it's it's, it's insane. A it's a lot of punches. It, yeah, I saw a video where I think um, for hours, this is um, Nick Diaz just this uh, speed bag, He's yeah, just like hitting it, bro, for hours. Hours? You've ever tried it? Oh no. my god, your your shoulders. I've done it a couple times. Not for they hours, burn. but I've for seconds. For like five, ten minutes tops. And I can feel it like just burns. This guy, hours. What, what, okay, speed back. What does that do? Like, does it give you stamina? Does it, because of your hands up? Honestly, or? I, I've tried it. I've done it before. I just don't know what, like, it actually helps you with. Oh, I know okay. boxers, they do it a lot. Yeah, you know? like Mayweather, we yeah. see a lot of the... I think it's probably the volume of punches. Because, okay. man, one thing that really burns is your shoulders. Mm. Nothing else but your shoulders. So I guess it helps you, like, you know, maintain that, like, I don't know, conditions your shoulders in some sort of way for you to be able to throw those punches. Hey, those who are listening, you're probably thinking, like, bro, it's not for that. It's for this. You probably know a little bit more than us. Let us know uh, on our social media, Undisputed Podcast. Uh, Send us us a message letting us. This is why boxers we'll probably even watch it on youtube as to why yeah but we'll, we'll research it yeah we'll, we'll research it and we'll bring it back on the next episode as to why but uh i think for me my favorite uh goat i think the goat of all uh the greatest of all time for me it's hands down anderson silva anderson silva yeah man i agree with you uh on that one and john jones of course but anderson i love his style man and he's very wholesome it's he's very uh respectful as well but he'll Man, knock you out. Yeah. Uh, one of the fights that, bro, that that I, I think about is when he fought um, Forrest Griffin. Oh, yeah. He, went up he made weight. him look like a kindergarten. Yeah. Stealing his lunch money. It's crazy. And and I'm telling you, he's, he looks like such a nice guy. And and uh, I just think it's, he's, yeah, he's he's one of the, the greatest of all time. Um, and uh, let me ask you this, man. Uh we're talking about the greatest of all time, uh, but who, who's one of your favorite fighters, dude? Let, let, let's have a big conversation. Let's have a, a, some questions. Who's one of your favorite fighters, like that is actively fighting right now? Actively fighting right now, you gotta go with Khabib. Khabib, Khabib, man, I really like. He's very like a humble guy. Like I said, mm-hmm. like you look at him, you won't think that guy's a beast. Yeah. But the way he's able to take people down and brawl them out, and he tires them out. Yeah. And he doesn't let them go. As soon as they hit the ground, it's very, it's rare for people to stand up. Yeah. He's an undefeated fighter. So I like, a lot of people don't like that. You know, they hold him down. But this is MMA. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a not mix, boxing. Exactly. It's mixed martial arts. Like, you're supposed to we will try to submit him, mm-hmm. you know, find your way back smash up. Smash him. Exactly. Or smash him. And this man just is relentless when he goes to the ground. Yeah. And he's not even looking for submissions. He's had he's had submission wins, but this man will just tire you out and beat you and beat you to... Look at what he did to Conor McGregor. 
You know, he's talking trash to him oh, really? while he's beating him up. I'm like, man. Oh, that's, that's right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, of course, I would I would have to go with Khabib. Khabib? Yeah. Okay. I like Khabib. I didn't, you know, I didn't really like him because of his style. It was, ah, oh, bro, you're going to take him down. You're going to wrestle him. And because it's so predictable, right? But the way he does it, he lets you know what he's going to do. You know what he's going to do. Yes. And he still does it. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, me, my favorite fighter right now, I would say it's... I know he lost against Alex Volkanovski. Okay. But it's Max Holloway, bro. Max Holloway. He's a bro, featherweight goat for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's one of my favorite fighters. Uh, aside from DC as well. DC has been... But he's retired now. Uh, but it's Max, man. His, mm-hmm. He's funny. His son is, is hilarious too. Oh, yeah. Uh, mini bless and uh, but that's one of my favorite fighters of all uh, that one that is actively right now bro there's somebody that I wanted to talk about who is a superstar right now that is rising up this guy is active he's fighting all the time I don't know how he does it I don't even know how to pronounce his name it's Kamzat Chemev Chemev Chamev? Yeah, I think Chamev. He just beat Gerald uh, when... Uh, Woolley and Covington. That's even another fight that this year that was crazy. Uh, but Kamzat comes out and knocks him out with the first punch, bro. I think that's a, a, a superstar in the making. What do you think about this guy, man? I don't think so. I think this guy has it. You know, it sounds very similar to Khabib. I'm going to smash this. Right. He's calling everybody out. You know, he's not holding back. Yeah. I like that. I like when people are willing to put everything on the line and just go for it. You know, mm-hmm. like whether people think he's gonna be good or not. He hasn't. Ch- he hasn't fought anybody in the top five or whatever. But this guy, is, he wants to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's calling out uh, like uh, the Diaz brothers. He's calling out a bunch <laughs> of people. Like he just wants to fight. Um, I like him. I think he does have the potential to become a superstar. I mean, the way he taunted this like, in his last fight and just he picked this shot and hit him and knocked him out. It made it look so easy, man. Mm. So yeah. easy, and he's booked for another fight like this month or something yeah. like that. It's crazy, and it's man. it's not. It's gonna be. It's no. I think it's gonna be now on pay per view or main something, or, or it's yeah. gonna be a main event yeah. or a UFC fight night main event. Which yeah. is, and he uh, just started, at least in UFC. Yeah, I yeah. Think he's fought twice in ten days, and that got him that reputation. <laughs> yeah, you know, like true. let's go, and he's winning the fight. You know, yeah, he's man. making money. He's winning the fight, so. Yeah, he's, he's willing to he's, go for it. He's one of the guys, and I think Dana White even said, "Bro, he's he's one of the guys where uh, fighters love to hate, yeah, and then that uh, that fans love to watch, yeah." And I think that's that's super dope, man. I think that's the superstar, the next superstar. And again, there's this uh, communication barrier, right, with the whole. Uh, I'm gonna smash him. He can't, like you said, he sounds like Khabib a lot. Yeah, yeah. And he likes Khabib. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he yeah. likes him. I, I know. That's what weight cool. class is that guy in? He, I think he was fighting at 175, 185. Because this one was middleweight where he fought, and I think they were going he middleweight fought, or welterweight. Yeah, he fought twice in two different weight classes. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. I know. That's insane. In ten days. In ten days. He just literally got back, and they're like, send him back. He's fighting. I don't think I've I've never heard of that of somebody wanting to fight that often and that quick. And then, I mean, you hear uh, like it's normally it's like three times a year. Yeah, like every three months, you know, gives people enough time to prepare. Gives them like five, six, maybe seven or eight 
um, seven or eight times a week, you know, seven, eight weeks to a training camp or whatever. Mm -hmm. But normally, yeah, you don't, that's rare. Somebody that's just willing to go back and forth. I mean, he fought twice and he's already booked for next month. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, talking about this guy always fighting, right, every single hour, (laughs) let's play matchmaking. Okay. Okay. Let's play some matchmaking before we end this episode. Okay. Let's say, you know, and, and I have a question for you towards the end. Uh, you know what? Let me ask you right now. All right. If Dana White were to ring you right now, bro. Okay. okay Dana White calls you say, Edgar, you can have any job position you want hmm. within the UFC organization. What position would you choose? Honestly, just, I don't know. I forgot this guy's name. But he would always say, "We rolling." He was oh, a, um, yeah, a black yeah. American uh, male. Yeah, he uh, glasses. Yeah, uh, senor. He's done great. I don't even know what he would he, do. Uh, he would just prep prep for fighters. Yeah, he would kind of prep the, them and behind the like, scenes. Yeah, he was behind the scenes. Yeah, I love his energy. That's true. Imagine totally doing about. that for like fighters love that guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like we rolling. Like, like you he get would get pumped him up. up. Yeah. And they would walk out the like you know out their locker rooms and they were ready to go. I would love to do that. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, because I know like if you the closer you are to Dana White, the harder it is gonna be. I mean that yeah. man like I've I've heard stories like Joe Rogan and other UFC fighters like he's calling them at three in the morning. Hey, these guys are asleep. Mm-hmm. Hey Dana, I'm asleep. Like what do you want? What do you think about this and that? And like, you know that guy's always working. That's yeah. why he's had so much success. But uh, I like what this guy was doing. Mm. And uh, when they, they cut him, they cut like one of my favorite cornermen, which is Stitch. Oh yeah. They cut him, and I'm like, come on, man! Like this guy, these guys are legit, yeah. you know. But it happens, you know. It's part of the they sold the business. business, so of course they're gonna try to cut fund and you know unnecessary yeah. people. So yeah. yeah. How about you? What would you like to do? Ring girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my um, god. <laughs> no. Um, one of two positions, either a commentator okay. during the fights or a matchmaker. Yeah. Being there because he always says he never likes doing matchmaking right after a fight. Okay. He, he, he'll he go on Tuesday with the matchmakers and they'll get get yeah. it done. Which so, is smart. Which is smart because yeah. right now, uh, after a fight, you you have emotions. Yeah, and people's uh, adrenaline are still pumping. We don't know if they're, you know, like the, you know, they, they always come out like, oh, this guy has to be out the next yeah. six months, five months, one month. Yeah. So of course, you can't do that. Yeah, it's 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 difficult. So it would be that exactly. matchmaking. So let's do a little bit of matchmaking. Let's do it. Uh, we have some great fighters. We have some great champions. Uh, Alexander, Peter Yan. Uh, Khabib, Kamaru, what are some, you're in that meeting, what would be some fights that you would pitch to uh, Dana White? Very first fight that people have to watch, Kobe Covington this against, year. against Masvidal. The, of course. That has to happen. There's no debate. Yeah. So okay. that'd be my first fight. Uh, second fight, man, this is this is interesting. Uh, Zabit, Against Pan, uh, Pantera. Oh, yeah. That fight never happened. Uh, that was a fight I would, who would you, wait, Who would you go on? Pantera. I think Pantera? Pantera would bring it. Yeah? Yeah, I do think so. Sabine is, is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like his fighting style. Isn't he uh, undefeated? He's Sabine? undefeated as well. Yeah, he's yeah. undefeated. He hasn't fought, so like, I think his momentum kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. But he was doing pretty good. But uh, I think Pantera would bring it, man. Pantera's just a beast. Mm. Uh, I like his, his style of fighting. And... 
how how about yourself? Who would you pick? Um, I think right now, uh, what I would I would do I would do evidently uh, George Masvidal versus Kobe Covington. I think that's a great fight. Uh, I would have loved to do Justin Gaethje versus Conor McGregor. Oh, that would have been for me a great. Who great do you fight. think would have won that one? Or will win? You never know. A well-prepared, motivated Connor, Connor, because we've seen Justin Gaethje get caught, and we've seen him go down versus yeah. Dustin and Eddie Alvarez. Mm-hmm. However, if Justin Gaethje is mentally strong, especially with his corner, uh, they let kick the crap out of Connor, Justin. So it can go both ways, but I would take it for Connor. I think Justin Gaethje would beat him. You think so? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not trying to take anything away from Connor. Connor has power and precision, but I honestly think Gaethje would beat him. Yeah. I, I there's something about Gaethje. I mean, like look at Chad Mendes. Chad Mendes, like he took a short notice and he was able to, you know, like kind oh, of yeah. defend against Connor McGregor. And I think that there's a lot of similarities between Chad Mendes and Justin Gaethje. But Justin Gaethje packs some power, bro. Yeah. Like I think he would surprise him for sure I don't know man that's 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 that one's a tough one that's the one we have to watch yeah what other one would you have um well one that's coming up is uh Brian Ortega against Korean Zombie that one's a good one that's a very good one um I, I'm looking forward to that one um who else who else and you know what the there's uh there's some good fights coming up yeah right there's uh we have well, Holly Holm already already fought. So let me ask you this, bro. Uh, who from Brian Ortega and the Korean Zombie? Who takes it? I like Brian Ortega, but I think the Korean Zombie is gonna take it. How? How? Okay, let's let's do this. How is he gonna take it? And when? And in what round? It's three round fight, right? Or is it a main event? It's a main event. So they're fighting for five rounds. Five rounds. Five rounds. I think the Korean zombie will beat him in the fourth round. Fourth round. TKO? Probably TKO him with a leg kick or something. Hmm. That's how I see it going. I see it. Second round. Uh, Guillotine choke. Brian Ortega. That's a good good. I think fourth round. You see what Max Holloway did to Brian Ortega. I, I Yeah. Korean zombie is a beast, bro. He is, and then the 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 interesting part is that they had some animosity uh, with the sure. whole manager. Yeah, 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 that's that's true. But we'll see, man. I think I think I mean Brian Ortega has to prove himself. Yeah, he has a lot to prove himself, and I hope he learned from his with from his experience with Max. Yeah, but with, Korean zombie's coming back from that war, you know, draft that he, he has to go to. And he's coming back, and like he's it's like. He's been out for a while. Like I think he's coming back hungry, bro. Honestly, I do think fourth round. I call it fourth round. Fourth round. TKO. All right, man. All right. So let's see this. Let's see. Uh, UFC two fifty four, October twenty fourth. Okay, we have Khabib, the Eagle, versus Justin, the Highlight Gaethje. But before that, you know what? 254 honestly has a has a stack card, bro. Yeah, they do. They do. They have Alexander Volkov, which I remember when he fought um he fought the Black Beast. Yeah. 
uh, Derek Lewis. Mm-hmm. He was winning that fight. He was. He was. He has pretty good punching power. Yeah. Versus Walt Harris, a guy that's man, very wholesome, really awesome. Uh, so from the top three, who do you think will take it, Alexander or Walt Harris? I think Alexander's gonna take it. You think so? I, I'm, I'm rooting for Alexander right now because, I mean, he showed a lot of potential. Okay. And number two, the middleweight, the coming event, Jerk Jerk Hanenier is a beast. Mm-hmm. I actually had to go and watch more of his highlights as I man like. I was like, man, that's true. This guy's pretty, pretty, pretty well rounded. Yeah, but you can't count the Robert Reaper, Wh- bro. Yeah, the Robert Whittaker. He has a heart, bro. That guy has heart. Like, yeah, he's not gonna give it up that easy. Yeah, exactly. So and I think that, in that sense, I'll give it to Robert Whittaker. And who do you have for Khabib versus Justin? And in the main event, I love Justin Gaethje, bro. I think he's an excellent fighter. I really do. But I think Khabib's gonna take it. Really, I do think so. Is it? There's a lot of things that can happen, but I think once, even though Justin Gaethje has very good wrestling, once I don't know how his jiu-jitsu is. Mm. I haven't seen much of it. You know, I don't know if he has some defense. Once Khabib takes him to the ground, bro, there's nothing. Yeah, that can. I don't know. I don't see him standing back up. I, and the crazy thing, bro, we didn't have we, we haven't seen anything from in the ground with with Justin because we. We never had to. The yeah. role, I think all his fights or all his not like they've been knockouts yeah. in the UFC mm-hmm. uh, and stoppages. So or dominance. Yeah. Um, here's what I'm gonna do, bro. Heavyweight Alexander versus Walt Harris. I'm going with Walt Harris. Okay. Walt Harris is going to take it. I say second round TKO. Okay. How do you think Alexander takes it? I think it's gonna go up the distance. Okay. Alexander would just win unanimous decision. Okay. Sweet. Robert Whitaker versus Janet Cannonier. You is this said you a got three, five round? This is a uh, three round three fight. Three round fight. Honestly, I think, man, this is going to be interesting. I think I'll go with Robert Whitaker, second round, TKO. Robert Whitaker? Yeah. Okay. It looks like we're going against each other again. I know. Because I'm going for Jared. I think Jared's going to take it. First round knockout. First round knockout. I'm calling it. Robert Whittaker had the chin, bro. He does, but he also got rocked by, and you don't, you're not the same. Yeah. And and we've seen fighters that have, you know, granite chins, but they just crumble. So yeah. maybe his chin already crumbled. So and then with the power of Jared Cannonier, I mean, this guy went from being heavyweight, light heavy, and now found his groove here in the middleweight. So mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Now the Khabib. And Justin Gaethje. I'm going... I think Justin is going to take it. Really? Yes. I say fourth round uh, TKO. Really? No one's been able to to stop Khabib. But I think Justin might be the one to stop him fourth round. Wow. It's a bold prediction. It is. I think Khabib takes it fourth round. I think they're just going to stop that fight. TKO? Probably TKO gonna smash them yeah all right man well we have our picks we have our fighter picks it's gonna be a good one man okay so i'm super excited for the next upcoming fights uh we got a stack card for october 24th ufc uh 254 uh at fight island now listen uh, follow us on instagram uh man edgar first one ever bro 
first podcast ever, man. Excited for like the rest, all these upcoming fights. Yeah. I mean, we were planning on probably watch a fight yeah. and stream it live as we're, you know, commentating on it. And uh, I'm excited. Yeah, man. I'm it's going to be super fun. And it so, will. Uh, so I'm super excited. So thank you guys so much. Any last comments? Not at all. So thank y'all for listening and just stay tuned for the next one. Exactly. Guys, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, We'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace out.